Welcome and hello. This is Evolve Yourself Podcast. I'm Lahaina. I'm a confidence and freedom coach. I support ambitious women that feel like they're driving nowhere fast to build on their confidence and create more freedom and have an impact in their own way. I'm here to share my learnings, life experiences in order to create thought-provoking conversation in a variety of topics from healing and coaching modalities to health hacks and entrepreneurial tips. This is a place for inspiration, sharing, learning, questioning, and exploration to lead you to your next breakthrough and the path to evolve yourself. Today, I want to talk about understanding women. I've been on this massive journey about understanding myself, understanding more about I know it's such a label, but the patriarchy and the conditioning of women and how that has an impact and a flow and effect on everything that we do, how we behave, how we think, how we feel. But I've started a new audio book and it's called Celebrating Partnership from Alison Armstrong. She is absolutely amazing. I have listened to other audio books. Um, King... Keys to the Kingdom, it's all about men, all about understanding men. Um, Instinct with the Opposite Sex is a workshop, and it's a lot about dating, understanding the differences about men and women, and especially around the dating uh, times. And um, what is the other one? Queen's Code is all about how to communicate with men. That was the first one, and that was quite powerful. And as far as I know, she's part of Tony Robbins, Tony Robinson's team uh, with the relationship part and, and coaching in relationship. So this audiobook celebrating partnership. Okay, so after the dating phase, you know, when you are in uh, a relationship, I'm loving understanding more again about the differences of men and women, how we relate to each other, how to communicate. And you know, if you're into personal development, you know that awareness is the very, very first thing. So understanding something, having the awareness, being able to name things is the first step for us to understand and then be able to move through if we choose to do so. If we choose to do the work, we can actually overcome challenges and blocks and seek help and move forward. Okay. Um, so yeah, so the other book is part of a workshop that she runs throughout the weekend. You can hear the participants laugh. I think that's why I enjoy. She's really funny. And I love that she comes from the principle <clears throat> that we are gatherers and hunters. So the women are gatherers. If you think about cavemen and cave women, we are the gatherers for food, for um, things for our cave, and the men are hunters. So just to start understanding a little bit the hunters, they imagine a man, a caveman with a, an arrow, bow and arrow, you know, hunting a deer. So he's the hunter. He has a very focused vision. He is not paying attention to anything else. He's only paying attention to his arrow and the deer. For the man, they need to have a point. So even in a conversation, they're always looking, what's the point, right? Because they're single focus and they're looking, where's the point? And 
yeah, they don't really have any awareness about anything else that's happening around them. And they usually have a point and they usually have a plan. How am I going to get to that point? How am I going to get from A to B to cause a result? So women are completely different beings. This is how we are wired, literally from our insides, from our instincts. So we are gathers. We have, so we would go out of the cave into the wild. And what we have is a very peripheral vision. So we can see everything and we're actually paying attention to everything and everything is talking to us. So we need to know what's safe to eat, what's not safe to eat, what can kill our whole village, what, yeah, we will operate on instincts. We operate on connecting with nature and we have this very diffuse awareness and everything is important and everything is calling our attention. And not just that, we also have the need to communicate. That's why women are chatty, 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 chatty. Because when we go and we find a berry that is good to eat or we find the plant that we should not touch because we're going to die, we have to then report and communicate with the other women, the other gathers. They might have gone to other locations or they might be in the cave. Right. So we need to be able to explain every single detail and everything that we saw and everything that we felt and why. And obviously, guys are not like that. They're not very chatty at all. They go get the deer, come back home. Here's dinner. So because we have this peripheral vision and you can relate to moms, you know, it's almost like you have the constant awareness. Where is my baby? Where are my babies? What are they doing? At the same time, I'm doing a lot of things. We have this ability to multitask. So talking about awareness again, first of all, understanding that I used to judge myself and criticize myself because I'm always multitasking and doing a thousand things at once. And as soon as I understood that it's wired in my ways of being to to be this way and it's completely normal, I can then be like, wow, I have to be so hard on myself. Yeah, I get to choose, you know, to focus on particular things and be present, but I can understand that my whole being is wired to multitask and pay attention to everything all at once and not just pay attention but like I said everything is actually talking to me and when you think about household you know when you have socks on on the floor and the dishes are dirty and you have to do the laundry and the bed's not made but also you have a party coming up on the weekend that you need to sort out how you're going there and what are you going to wear and then at the same time your husband wants to get flirty and have sex in this moment it's like everything is screaming at you it's not that one thing is more important than the other everything is important and everything is literally screaming at you so women let me know does this resonate does this make sense when she was saying that I was like yes you know and that gives me comfort that someone understands and it's not just me and I'm not crazy and I work from home for example in the morning I have to make sure my house is actually impeccable so I can sit and do work because I wouldn't be able to do so if the dishes are in the sink I have laundry to do and I have this and this and that to do and if you go into the office, you might even spend the whole day thinking about the stuff there is in the house that you need to get done, right? So can you see how, again, this can take away from being present in the moment, can take away from being focused, from doing one thing at a time. And this is what it is to be a woman. 
So huge piece of awareness here and huge piece for us to make peace with that, be compassionate to ourselves and then understand. And again, choose at every moment. If I want to really focus on my workload right now, I have some tools and strategies, you know, put my phone down. I don't know. I set myself up for maybe half an hour to focus on something. I hope this is making, making sense. Um, another really funny example was that as women, leaving the cave was really dangerous, first of all. And when we leave, we feel like we're leaving traces for the tiger to come and find us in the cave. And not just us, but our babies, our families. So if you think about these days and now, if you feel challenged about leaving your house more than once or twice a day, again, that instinct that subconscious mind is a protection mechanism saying you leaving traces for danger you are as women we have the need to feel safe you know so imagine for us being smaller than men being not so physically strong as men not being hunters not you know not being protectors and providers uh, we are the supporters so we actually need that safety so leaving the house can be a challenge and also the greatest example was when you leave if you have multiple th places to go and lots of things to do and lots of tasks you pretty much you're going to go to the furthest place and you're going to start coming home so it's just one way home right and you go from the furthest place so if you have to go to the mall if you have to go to the petrol station if you have to go around a friend's house uh, pick up something you're literally going to create this strategy to get home in one way and she also says that um it's like we're still carrying you know the load in our heads so again we're just strategizing what's going to be the easiest way for us to pick up things on the way home I really love the example. I can so relate. Every time I leave the house, I have a strategy for where am I going first? And literally, I'm making my way back home, <laughs> stopping at different places. Um, What else? What else? What else? What else? Okay, cool. Some other parts that are interesting is to understand, for example, our skills. I mentioned just before that man are seen as protector and provider. So it is in their um, oldest ways of being to be a protector and a provider. That's why the hunter thing, they're providing the food, right? They're providing safety. They're protecting us. Uh, they're protecting the babies. And women are the supporter or the feminine. It doesn't have to be men and women. It could be more if you're in your masculine or your feminine. The feminine, the feminine is a supporter, so as the man has that focus and that drive and that plan and that strategy from A to B, for example, when you're driving, a man will be like, okay, I'm going to pick you up and I'm going to take you to the restaurant, right? Pick you up and take you to the restaurant. Pick you up and take you to the restaurant. That's the plan. That's the A to B. He might not be very chatty. He might not be giving the woman the attention and she will feel hurt because she wants the attention because for us the being the supporters is not about going from a to b and getting a result it's about the experience one of our skills and our intrinsic you know abilities is to make sure everyone is having a pleasant experience how fun is that so in the car for example we want to be a pleasant um company we want chat we want exciting conversation. We want to connect. We want communication. We might want to put a music on because we want a pleasant experience. 
if I'm welcoming people in my house, for, for example, I do want to make sure people are having uh, an amazing experience. I want the house to be clean. I put music on. There is food. There is, I don't know, maybe entertainment. You know, I want to be a great uh, host. So can you relate to this? Can you understand how it is such different positions and where we come from? And again, when dating, and this is not just for relationship, um, romantic relationship, you can think about um, your workmates, you can think about your family, you can think about your community, you can think about your kids, you know, these are the, are the differences between men and women. And it will always be or the feminine and the masculine. And so again, in that moment with the driving, maybe the the feminine will get offended because, you know, I didn't get the attention. You didn't talk to me. You didn't make me feel good. You didn't make me feel appreciated. But the man was doing the best because he was taking you from A to B. He was taking you to the restaurant. So again, the awareness and understanding can help you so much with your relationships to understand that no one is misbehaving. No one is doing something to cause drama or stress or to make you feel um, rejected. It's just the way that the masculine and the feminine are. We have different needs. We have different wants. We have different ways to express um, acknowledgement or appreciation for each other. The thing about being the supporters as the feminine is that the supporter is not as valued in our society in our modern recent society. So what ha what's happening is that everyone wants to be the protector and provider, and then there's a lack of support. And again, you can see that in families, relationships, because we live in a very masculine-driven society, driven for results. And again, our different desires. So for the woman, our for the feminine, and women, our biggest desires are to be seen, heard, and understood. And this is massive because a lot of women don't even know that that's their deepest desire. They might know that they want to be in a relationship. They might know that they want the man to, you know, appreciate them. But if you listen and think about and listen to your heart, do you want to be seen, heard, and understood? And feel safe. I, th I think with the understood is also feeling safe physically and emotionally. And this is a big part of my coaching business. And I'm so passionate about helping women in building that self-confidence in creating a life that they love in feeling safe to be seen. Because if you want to be seen, you have to allow yourself to be seen. That's a huge step. You know, you have to... Um, be vulnerable, be literally naked in your soul, <laughs> right? So, and naked in like in your physical body as well. So how do you feel even when I say these words? Are you, do you see yourself? Do you take time to put the guard down and be vulnerable and put your clothes down with the lights on and let the masculine see you? And we want to be heard. That's the second huge thing that I work on with my clients is being able to speak our truth. If we want to be heard and we have this deep desire to feel heard, we have to be able to speak, communicate, ask, ask for all we want. 
create safe boundaries, express our boundaries, say no. Honoring our truth, being authentic and expressing that in communication, not just in our heads, in communication. And being understood or feeling safe. Again, you have to feel, you have to understand yourself first and you have to feel safe in your body and within your emotions first for then be able to show up in a masculine, you know, make you feel safe. So again, talking about personal development and understanding, having awareness, understanding ourselves, doing the work is, yeah, understanding that we can't expect someone to give us these things if we're not giving them to ourselves. <laughs> Does this make sense? Does this resonate? Short episode today. Um, as usual, you know, I'm not a, an expert or a specialist. I This podcast is a self-expression for me. It's for me to practice using my voice. It's for me to practice talking about the things that I love. Because with my social media, there's only so much I can write in posts or I create reels, you know, 90 second reels. And the podcast is such a beautiful space for me to express some of my thoughts and create awareness for you guys, create new topics and conversations. I love talk talking about anything considered taboo or woo-woo. <laughs> and yeah, I think one thing that lights me up is opening the floor to this sort of conversation, not just for myself, but the whole society, the whole world, and not just women, for men. So if you got value from this podcast episode, share it with someone that would enjoy it as well. Maybe a friend, a girlfriend, uh, a guy, a boyfriend, to start understanding a little bit more about these dynamics about men and women, how we relate, how we communicate. I love uncovering, uncovering all of this because partnerships can be hard because especially with the female and male or feminine and masculine because there's so many differences. So the more we understand, the better we can operate together in partnership. Another thing that Alison Armstrong talks about that I love is coming from human instinct and coming from human spirit. So a lot of the things that I share with you guys is coming from human instinct survival mode, mode, very old part of our brain, all wired for survival. The most recent developed part of our brain, which is the rational mind, is the forefront of our brain, is still, I feel like we're still, we're still trying to catch up. We evolved so fast that the three parts of our brain don't talk to each other. And it's almost like we're still trying to um, adapt a lot of the times, you know, it's like we're fighting with ourselves between our instinct and human spirit. So what she says human spirit is, is our seeking and our awareness of joy, fulfillment, purpose, spirituality, connection. And as we operate a lot from human instinct and survival mode, is what's going to make a difference is our willingness to tap into human spirit is our willingness to communicate is our willingness to look inward is our willingness to do the work is our willingness to have this type of conversation to learn about things to share to communicate to resolve um yeah resolve a, a challenge a fight a, 
an argument with communication, with compassion, understanding the two different sides or more sides of the story. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Share with anyone you think will enjoy this. Comment, like, follow me on social media, Lahaina Doubt, and I'll see you on the other side.